On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. There's a lot of news in the world today. News that might surprise you, startle you, upset, or maybe impress. News that's not always for the faint of heart. That's why the man who failed his way to success, Heath Oaks, is stepping up. Tackling today's headlines with ignorance on fire in a way only a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with your host, Heath Oaks. Failed his way to success and also failed to make it in today for the podcast. Ooh, <laughs> savage. Shade. No, 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 Ooh. not at all. Hey, everybody, it's Jenny, and I've been on Heath's wife, Jenny and Chondo. That, that uh, one, yeah. Yes, that yeah. one. So it's the end of the quarter for him, which uh-huh. means buckle down, get to business, practice what you preach, and work. <laughs> so he's out visiting all of his offices, so I'll be, you know, kind of in for him it's holiday season it's coming weeks. up it's cup on it <laughs> i'm the you know, holiday villain you know it's been so long since we did an episode without heath uh back in like chad days yeah. I, i'm i'm betting somebody out there is thinking we're kidding oh maybe we'll be back on the next segment or something no he's really not here i can't he's, remember the last time this he's happened. out and ah! i love it well oh. luckily we have zach here we do yes hello hello and Hi. matt hello and our special guest who people are I mean, people are listening from all over the world, actually. But if you are a Dallas-Fort Worth local, you definitely know Jasmine Sadri as a radio, entertainment, media personality. Hello, hello. Hi, where's my beer? Y'all teased it in the intro. <laughs> I have, no, really, real talk. I Come have on, Heath. Do you want some? Do you want where's some? the beer? Oh. I can make that happen. Well, really? it is we, kind of the afternoon. Is this a beer show? Oh, God. And Between so, segments, I'll make that happen. And since so we have international viewers, it's five o'clock somewhere. Oh, viewers, it is. listeners, yeah. et cetera. Oh, my God, Heath's never leaving again. Oh, no. <laughs> and that was the day it all tanked. Oh, so nice. Showed up. I know some people are listening because they will want to hear what Jasmine has been up to and is up to. So you have to listen, you know, and wait for the third segment because she's going to explain. Are we going to get into that? We, Ooh. Yeah, yeah she, has some, well, she, she has, has some to. exciting things up it. her sleeve. Oh, yes, no. so we'll do that in the third segment. But first of all, a couple of interesting headlines, Zach. Yes. Uh, first one, uh, for anybody who hasn't listened to the show before. Not a big sports guy, so excuse me when I stumble. <laughs> I, I love I when will. we fix sports articles. Yes. Uh, a source close to ESPN says the Browns want to interview Condoleezza Rice for their head coaching job. Uh, the secretary, former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice, for anybody who doesn't know. If the Browns followed through on it, Rice would become the first woman to interview for an NFL head coaching job. After word of the Browns' possible interest in Rice, uh, uh, in possible interest, uh, Rice got back to the team. Uh, Dorsey issued a statement. Uh, he said our coaching search will be thorough and deliberate, but we are still in the process of composing the list of candidates, and Secretary Rice has not been discussed. That's from Jack Dorsey? Is that his name? No, not at all. Probably not. No, uh, John Dorsey. John Dorsey. John Dorsey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, uh, uh, Rice also posted Sunday on Facebook. It's fine. She's They're not a very popular team. Not at all. Ready to, so I've heard. Not, <laughs> not ready to coach. If there's anything I don't know about sports, it's how successful the Browns are because supposedly they're not. Uh, while, she, while she's not ready to coach, she would like to call a player or two next season if the Browns need ideas. Very sweet of her to offer. 
So okay. where are we with this? So here's the thing, Jasmine. You were the one that sent this, and I thought it was such a good article. You, you're a big sports fan and yeah. worked in you know sports, sports industry. Yeah. Too, yeah. Well, it's funny because when I first saw the headline, I thought it was an Onion story. I'm like, no way. And the more I clicked on it, I'm like, this is legit. Like ESPN story. Adam Schefter's covering this, which that's legit. I'm like, there's no way. And then I'm like, did she lose a bet? Because nobody would want to coach the Browns like on their own volition. Like whoa, whoa. seriously, they wouldn't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so the Browns are are that bad. They that's are what, that's what you're telling me. When they okay. won their first game, like ever, yeah. the entire city went just bonkers thinking they won a Super Bowl. Wow, it was a that big deal. bad? It, it was, was, it was insane. Deal. Okay, all right. So when I think about this story, my sort of second shot or second take at this in a greater sense sure. is really this. <laughs> and keep in mind, I'm not saying I think that Condoleezza Rice should be <laughs> the coach of the Browns. Oh, no. However, Go on record, Jenny and Chandra However, <laughs> sometimes... We are always looking for bigger, better, best. When there is somebody who loves us and believes in us, who is potentially capable. So here's the thing. She has been a longtime fan of the Browns. She loves them. She's very vocal about being a fan of theirs. And she does know the game. She knows the sport. Okay, she hasn't played. Sure. Her experiencing in in the NFL is not um, robust. (laughs) And that she doesn't have any. But okay, (laughs) in life... We, we we look at our own situations and think, oh, I want to impress this person or this potential employer or I want to get this person on my team. Is it possible that your best friend who's always supported you and believed in your business and believed in your mission and knows your mission could be the perfect person for that job and to collaborate with? Mm. You see what I'm saying? We're, we're always looking for somebody out or, you know, it's like in Dallas, people throw around, oh, well, you know, they're from L.A. And, 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 and yeah. you know, or you know, they're from New York, and and there can be valuable experiences, of course, coming in from both of those cities, and I'm aware of that. But also, is it possible that those in our inner circle who really believe in us could be the best to help us out and elevate us to the next level? So that's sort of like my second take on the whole Condoleezza Rice <laughs> coaching in the NFL. What do you think, Jasmine? My second take is really the Browns. <laughs> um, you know, and I, I I like where you're going with that because it's true. We do kind of. We sometimes we take that road that we think is the right road. We don't ever see like the unconventional, right? Mm-hmm. On your first shot, <laughs> second shot is really taking that and looking it through a diff- looking at it through a different lens, and really looking at it from something that we wouldn't we would have otherwise not thought about. And yeah, when you think about Connelly's Rice being the head coach of the the Cleveland Browns and being a coach in general, there's no woman NFL coach anyway, or mm. position coach, or yeah. any any coach for that matter i mean she was the provost of stanford university oh, yeah. oh my god you know, yeah. director of soviet right. and east european affairs oh, with wow. the national security yeah. council yeah uh, no i get it secretary yes. of state under george w bush yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, she doesn't it's have my linkedin profile right yes. the potential it's right. almost like oh sure i guess she, okay fine right I go mean, ahead and try of course she's got the brains she's got the leadership skills she definitely doesn't have my linkedin profile so we're not going through that but mm. i mean you're right it's it's something that you otherwise wouldn't think about and maybe that circle of friends around her like you said or the circle of people around you that really motivates you to do that would come into play in this aspect and i think sometimes too we only look at people's uh specific resumes yeah Yeah. you know we think okay well look they have um managerial school skills uh, as a soccer coach but they've never done little league okay well are those transferable right you know what I mean? No, it's uh, true. You know, it's possible uh-huh. that they are. Sure. It's possible that they are. That. You know, and, and, and being able to 
I think really the hard part is it's up to all of us if we are trying to jump into a different industry from one specific industry we've always been in and typecast in is to teach people how being the, the, the provost of a, you know an Ivy League school might make us more likely to be able to coach an NFL team, for example. I mean, th- these th- this is an extreme example of this, but I think we can really relate it to our own lives and career searches and moves, and also our own lives as if we are managers mm-hmm. in looking for potential talent. Sure. Because sometimes people are uh, up and coming, and you're realizing, okay, I'm re I'm having to undo bad habits from the same industry with a different employer. Is it possible this person uh, has high intellectual value, and I could just teach them the ins and outs. Well, what about just the why not? When you look at something, well, why not? Why not? Why couldn't it happen? As opposed to the why it couldn't or why it could. For sure. You know, it's the why not. It's the looking at it from a different lens. Why not? Why couldn't she be a head coach? Right. Why not? I, I, I did yeah. want to jump in here for for, for the naysayers, because inevitably there are a few that are listening to this show and going, well, oh, of course lot. she couldn't. Because yeah. there, there are fans and everything. But I know football fans are fans and they do not take that game lightly they take it very seriously well, and they would so, tell you if she has never taken a snap in the nfl she has no business coaching right it's there, in a very a whole, literal context there's a whole thing to it but right. it, it, considering the the, the the win-loss ratio of the browns here i mean it really <laughs> does seem like one of these what do you have to lose kind of things <laughs> exactly. like if you're going to give somebody a shot why not somebody who was have serving in the white house the browns, yeah. why not somebody who i mean and if she likes the game and she's a fan of the team i Right? She's one of the fans. That's what I'm saying. You sometimes have to look for your biggest supporters. Yeah, maybe that's true. Who are they? Mm. And maybe you can teach them the skills that they need when they're one of the, you know, one of the women with the highest intellectual capacities that we know of right now. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Anyway, get after it, Condi. I know she said she doesn't want it. She said she doesn't want it. That's the updated news. She doesn't want it. They don't want her, but um, she'll be cheering them on. Just one thing, Condi, please don't wear the head coach visor. Visors are tacky. Why do people wear visors? That's for a different segment. She's way too classy for the visor. I'm coming back, Heath. We're going to talk about why people don't need to wear visors. Yes, exactly. We'll be back with the second segment of Second Shot. He's a suit and tie kind of guy with deep southern roots. Heath Oaks hosts more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. To all my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage, I have a way to save you a ton of money. I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code Second Shot. Now listen, promo code Second Shot, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal, and go do it right now. Energyogre.com. Dot com promo code second shot in a free month thanks go get it now run ready aim fire second shot is back for another round on rncn so I just wanted to give you guys an update on where Heath is and this important business meeting he's at <laughs> yes I just got a text from him with a picture of chips and salsa and squeeze butter Oh boy. Squeeze butter? This is a problem oh, wow. I have with Mexican restaurants in Hold Texas. On. No, this is an East Texas thing. This is not a Texas <laughs> yes. thing. Okay. This is an East Texas okay. thing. Wait, what are you talking about? Squeeze, Squeeze butter? Squeeze butter. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, chips mean? and salsas shouldn't include butter. That's 
Usually what? not. Why? No. Wait, no. Wait, you mean this why is or Texas why not? problems. No, it's not Texas problems. <laughs> I, it's no, not it is. Texas. I, I need. Hold I need on. as a long as a fifth generation Texan. Yes. May I please weigh in on this? Yes. This is an East Texas problem. <laughs> okay. Uh, have I you been to Javier's? Heard, I had never I heard of this until I. I think someone. Um, we got chatting about it, and I was like, "What are you talking about? Squeeze butter on the table?" And I asked my wife, who lived in Tyler for a while, and uh -huh. she said, "Yeah, it's all over the place. Squeeze butter, and you do, and you." Put it in the in the salsa, and I'm like, get out of here. This is I've how I feel right this. now. What are you talking about? What yes. is this? It's absurd. Madness. Okay, Jasmine, weigh in. Please. Butter in your salsa. Okay, so this is the only way I do butter in my salsa, okay? I take a corn tortilla, okay. and I butter it up. It's a good start. And then I put a dollop of salsa, and then I roll it up. That's okay. how I do the, the butter. That's how I do it. Fair. I don't put okay. the butter in the salsa and mix it up. That's, okay. That's well, like that's... a little bit better. Yeah. Because they're, they're one of my favorite restaurants <laughs> yeah. in Dallas, Javier's, by the way. Yes. If you'd like Javier's. to sponsor the show, I will talk about you so good. all the slide time. Slide us a resume, Javier's. Uh, so yes. Good. <laughs> yeah, slide us a resume. Yeah, yeah. Please. They have a so great delicious. cigar bar, too. Um, and it's really upscale <laughs> Mexican cuisine. And then they have butter on the tables with the so chips and salsa. This? What? Yeah. Yes. Is it squeeze butter or is no, it like no, nice butter? No, no. It's bougie butter. A, it's, okay. it's in a like little ramekin. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's I, bougie. Man, I, I grew up in Houston. I ate a lot of like a different... Tex-Mex joints. Never have I seen squeeze butter on it. What do you? What is that squeeze butter? Like it's, it's butter like in a parquet. Yeah, it's okay. like butter flavored oil. What? Yeah, yeah. seriously. I gotta it see is. this. Yeah, so I that's try what Pete's doing right I now. Judge. I yeah. don't want to. Well, that's fancy. I think he took his team out to a tell, high quality lunch. Yeah, clearly. Sounds like. <laughs> tell him he's being shamed over here. So if you guys oh, want to work for God. Heath Slide in that application too, and you might get Look some squeeze butter. Squeeze butter. <laughs> no. Well, speaking, anyway. speaking of high quality establishments, yes. uh, a premier Dallas mall is bucking the Thanksgiving Day shopping trend by staying closed. Stores inside uh, the Gallery of Dallas, just across the street from us, under new management this year, will not open Thursday. The exception will be the mall's major national anchors, Gap, Old Navy. Sears, Sears, Sears. Uh, the, bulk Nordstrom? Of, the bulk of our retailers feel their core shoppers would prefer to spend Thanksgiving with family and prefer to do their holiday shopping beginning on Black Friday. Uh, we want to make the season productive and profitable for all our retailers. We're glad to give our retailers the opportunity to remain closed on Thanksgiving Day so that everyone gets time with their family on the holiday. It's very sweet. And they'll be open at 6 a.m. on Black Friday for all the all the deal hunters. What do we think about this? Well, the Black Friday was always one of my favorite broadcasting days, actually. Oh, I was going to say, should because, be, it should be is the day this um, episode comes out, right? Yeah, yeah. well, it's, it is. I do think it's a little bit fun and festive out there because people are kind of starting the season. And if I was out on location, it was like, you know, they were excited. They were going to get their printer that shows how long yes. I've been reporting. Yeah, the but, hot um, Epson. Yes, they would yeah, get their printer the or like, you know, a discount flip phone or something like that. And so it was kind of mm. fun and festive. Did you ever see um, any fights when you were out there? No. No. None nah. of the madness. That was bad. I know. I was trying to put a positive spin on this, but <laughs> just, yes, that does curious. happen. Oh, yeah. that does happen. <laughs> so when I think about this story and the Gallery Mall specifically and, and take the second shot at it, I look at it more from a business perspective and just like a life perspective that we're starting to see the trickle down of um, when one retailer, one business, one CEO decides, hey, we're going to we're going to try this and see if it works and we're going to take a stand and it's a risk and it works. So the first round of this taking a stand and, and risk and it working was people opening up on Thanksgiving Day. All the retailers started doing it. Some found it profitable. Some found it not profitable. Some found that people said, this is not okay. We can wait another eight hours to shop. So that was the whole first wave. Now this is the second wave of kind of taking Thanksgiving back. And it does take uh, you know, for, for the gallery to, to make this business decision, I'm certain there are some stores inside of that that are a little bit frustrated thinking, hey, we're losing out on that full 
first day of shopping, but they're taking a stand. And so we'll find out if it works, you know, in a, in sort of like a business sense, but I suspect others are like, thank God somebody made this decision so that we can do the same. Sure. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So sometimes it's, you know, it's hard to be the first one. It's hard to be the first one and say, you know what? No, we're going to take Thanksgiving back or we're going to take, we're going to not make our employees work on Sundays or we're going to not keep people here for 12 hours a day. But once you take that stand, other companies follow suit. Right. Thank God, because it's getting out of control. Mm, I feel yeah. like now it's getting earlier and earlier. We're Black Friday shopping in like mid-June. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> There's cyber this and Tuesday this and something Wednesday and this Friday. Stop it. Just stop it. Mm. The, com- the companies are all trying to like maximize. I they swear are. they've been doing it for yeah. like a month. They're like Thanksgiving shopping, uh, Christmas stop shopping. It. Sure. Dude, it's March. Like, what are we doing? Oh, it's obnoxious. So thank you. Thank you, retailers, because maybe like you said, Jenny, this is going to start that little, you know, trickle effect of let's all get in on this because this is annoying Mm -hmm. it's awful i hope so the the issue is we're dealing with capitalism of course and 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 while uh, opening on thanksgiving is worth something guilt is free uh so (laughs) i I mean i don't know i I don't know where we're gonna land i I guess i feel good about it i hope more join in i I know uh this says here retailers like costco rei nordstrom have never done it they've never done the thanksgiving thing and good for them um is there a world where this this is something that you can take back is that a thing or have you just opened the pandora's box and now it's like well society has embraced sales on thanksgiving that's what they're testing i mean that's really what they're testing and and it takes it's it's almost more of a bold move than opening on thanksgiving right but this doesn't affect online, right? <laughs> Seriously. Amazon warehouses will be open. Okay. They got okay. drones running yeah. those. That'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, sure. Right. Will Amazon deliver on Thanksgiving Day? You know they of will. Of course they if will. If there's money it's to not be a made, Sunday, they'll do it. I'll yeah. be doing one oh, hour yeah. delivery. They deliver oh, they on deliver Sundays. on Sundays. Yeah. And, oh. and the drones will be shaped like oh, turkeys. Man. They'll you all just be, drop down. You're a special kind of consumer if you're hitting like Amazon now, one hour delivery on, on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, like I need that, that cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody drive that over here, please. The, the grocery app? Yes. Oh, yeah. gosh. Uh, no, Jenny, I'm, I'm with you, though. Like, I, I like the idea. And I think you're seeing this um, not just at retail, but I think you're seeing this across the board. And maybe it's a generational thing where people are looking at it's not always worth it just to always go for whatever makes you the most money, right? Mm-hmm. There's also a a balance that you need to try to strike because um, what you know what good is it if you just run your employees into the ground or, or anything like that like you at some point you need to, to step back and say okay am I am I gaining more by saying I'm gonna put off being open for a few hours to just make my employees a little happier and then they'll feel better about coming to work on, on Black Friday because I'm sure it's no fun to work retail on Black Friday anyways. Oh, my God. It can't be any more fun to work it on, on Thanksgiving. It's and I know so hard. I, I have known people who have worked in retail who have either their family is not here or they just don't have a close connection. Mm-hmm. They say, Same, I'm yeah. fine. Like, let, let me work. Give me those extra hours. But I think as a whole, you know, as a society, it's nice to be able to just say, no, there are things that, that should matter and we can, you know, we can stand by that. And, and really, you think about a family situation, too. So use this example. So say the gallery is the powerhouse in this example. They are the ones setting the standard and saying, we're going to take back this holiday. We can do that in our family lives. If there's, if you guys are running around crazy, like we're doing this just because we do it every year, just because, just because, just because, before, and, and money is the only reason you're doing it, or just because we did it last year is the only reason you're doing it, those are things we can take a look at. I mean, really seriously and say, okay, is this something we can cancel out so I can take back my time and take back my family? Um, because this is the time of year like when families run around ragged. You know, kids to this and that and this and, and broke. That. You're and, broke. You know, you're, you're tired. Broke and you're buying angry. people stuff. And you're, you know, and we've got to make it to this, you know, uh, gathering or we've got to take a gift to so and so. I mean, 
you can take you're in charge here especially if you are the powerhouse of the family mom and dad Ooh. which you are you know in the gallery in the family unit example of the galleria mall or whatever the big mall is you're in charge you're the powerhouse you can take back your family and bring back some peace just like what the gallery is trying to do with their you know family of employees or family you know of people who are in that mall so i encourage everybody to take a look at this big example of okay the mall is taking back thanksgiving what can we do to kind of take back our families and have a more relaxed wholesome holiday season and and free ourselves from some of the stress even if it's only for one day Mm. And, and understand that there's a net gain to all of it, right? Like maybe maybe that little extra you pay for an item outside of that hot Thanksgiving or Black Friday day sale. Think of it like a, a tax you have to pay for spending time with your family, which I, I realize is poorly worded. It's a bad analogy, but hear <laughs> me out. That's family tax. What uh, I'm yeah. saying. Is I, do, I do hear right. you. Yeah. Like what I'm saying is like it's worth it. Like just stay in for one day and hang out with your family and like are you about – politics or something listen to second shot tell your friends how about that i don't mm-hmm. know you guys did we miss the fact that chick-fil-a did this like how many years ago they're like ha ha way right. to like take our business model oh, right because they're closing on sundays yeah. the yeah. one day you want a chicken sandwich always. i mean that's <laughs> i true. always want a chicken sandwich on a sunday always, always. have you guys ever considered getting I've, I've literally thought about on saturdays like should i just go get one in case i want one tomorrow because i feel like yes. i'm really going to stockpile that's, them that's, under your bed that's the entrepreneur in you i can turn these around and sell them for a profit Ooh, yeah. hawk them for like yes, triple how exactly. bad do you want the chicken and sandwich jasmine everybody does on a sunday yes i'll pay 30 dollars jenny i'll pay any price you can drive you can just buy a bunch and drive a truck around the neighborhood and just sell those as uh yeah like a two dollar (laughs) markup out of her trunk so forget take back your family day forget take back your family day i will be on your corner selling chicken sandwiches and heath with his uh squeeze butter yeah exactly squeeze butter yes i gotta find out more about that i'm in who do i give my card to yes okay we will be back in the third second talking about Jasmine, what she's been up to, and also some updates on the Facebook group. We'll be right back. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Keith Oaks still to come. Ignorance on fire, a journey of failing your way to success. It is time for you to finally go get my book. You can get it in a hard copy. You can get it through reading it on your iPad or your Kindle. And you can also get it with this beautiful redneck voice of mine in audiobook style at audible.com or anything like that. So Amazon.com, you can download the Kindle or paper, and you can get it on the audiobook style. You've been hearing us talk about it forever, and you've been trying to sit there and tell your friends, I'm going to get it one day. Today is the day. Go get it. And it will change your life. Get after it today. Ignorance on Fire, a journey of failing your way to success, written by none other than myself. Thank you, love you, and go pick it up today. Stop. Go. Now. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. Okay, so I promised I would loop everybody in on who this wonderful guest was that we have today and we're actually going to have next week. So, Jasmine, tell everybody what you have been up to because you have your own podcast. I do. It's, man, you guys have a well-oiled machine here. This operation is pretty legit. <gasps> it seems oh, like it. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. You've got like a producer behind the glass and all that. You've got water. Like, the, the, this the is crazy. Thing. The illusion <laughs> of professionalism. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, Jenny, I do have a podcast. It's called First and Tens, and it's basically a fantasy football uh, podcast. So, it's me, my best friend, Amy. We're kind of like the head anchors of this, and we've got a bunch 
bunch of ancillary girlfriends of ours that are kind of like it's basically like a Real Housewives meets football. So it's fantasy football. <sighs> I Everybody's like both catty. Of those things. Yeah, it's catty. There's drama. Now there's, I get the title. Yeah, first and tens. Yeah, it's a play yeah. on a football. That's cute. I got it. That is clever. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, my uh, the website. <laughs> yes. Understanding the football. I did part. it. Uh-huh. I knew I could do it. Yes. Uh, first and tens podcast.com is the website, so you can check it out. Um, but yeah, and then we were on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Um, they're all on there. Yeah, so you can just look us up and find us. But How, How'd you guys come up with the idea for that? Well, it's funny because her and I are both football fans, and so we have a lot of girlfriends that like it too, and it's funny. There's so many women who like fantasy football. They, they're just, they, they love it. Either they know about it or they don't. They like to just be a part of it because it's such an obsession. Or I mean, they realize an, that in order to connect with their boyfriend or, or husband, husband yes. over the course of this very long football season you need to like get in or get out yes you have to <laughs> act like it and then you start to just kind of take on like oh who's that guy oh okay whatever this is what he's doing and we we try to incorporate you know obviously the football aspect it's not all x's and o's so it's not a geeky podcast there's a ton of those so we're not going <laughs> to sure. talk about you know whose passer rating is what i mean we do talk about <laughs> legitimate things obviously because we have to have some sort of legitimacy but yeah. we also have a lot of the drama their storylines we use an app actually it's called Marco Polo and Marco Polo is like a quick little um, it's almost like a walkie talkie video app hmm. and so we go back and forth and we smack talk and I've we do all kind, yeah it's yeah. amazing and so we use the audio to kind of color the picture and oh. we'll all trash talk we've got all of our you know girls and it's basically just drama it's a bunch of girls who are catty and conniving and are trying to steal people's <laughs> players oh, man. so yeah it's awesome <laughs> so yeah oh, first and funny. tens that's the podcast first and tens so mm-hmm. I've heard a, this Marco Polo app I've had a couple of friends say we all need to get on that but I'm I, I don't understand the difference between that and just text messaging or well because it's like a video chat almost like okay snapchat Vine? back in the day maybe well no? it's well, like on. Is snapchat already back in the day oh is that, wait is oh, that where we're yes oh honey yes um, we're done keep it's up not Matt, cool come on. Yeah. clearly I'm yeah like, sorry um, how are you not uh, yeah so basically it's like it's you're video texting each other yeah. but it's housed in this app so it's not eating up any phone data so yeah, oh, so I it's do not, like that. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. And so you just go back and forth and we're in this group of all these women back and forth, you know, just smack talking. Yeah. As a person whose phone is perpetually full, I can appreciate oh, it's amazing. something that doesn't take up storage. Yeah. Now I will say it's not for the faint hearted. We do say some cuss words. I was gonna say vulgar. Yeah, there, this one's vulgar. super family friendly, so yours would yes, be more. Yes, this firm. is a little edgier. Um, yes, it's a little edgier. All we right. do talk about real life things. You know, there are there are some of these gentlemen that are good looking, and so some of the women really appreciate. That. Appreciate I, I appreciate that. the honest disclaimer. It's a very yes. Yes, yeah. there is a little e on the on the um on the podcast yes. so those of you watching the, the video can this, see jasmine's heart on her sleeve this is yes. not for the the faint heart carpool no our podcast is for the carpool yes. that's our goal we want it to be for everybody yeah. jasmine's yeah. is no. for after you drop the kids after off. you drop the kids <laughs> gotcha. off you're on your way to the club or what the a, bar what a great tease for a podcast yeah though. okay i have to is. get rid of those pesky kids <laughs> yeah 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 oh no so, <laughs> so you guys have been uh joining our group at a rapid pace so thank you to everybody who's been joining the Second Shot Facebook group. And if you're mm-hmm. not familiar with what I'm talking about or you just started listening, we created just sort of a private secret Facebook group for people who 
just want to have a positive community, basically, where you can bounce ideas off of people, that sort of thing. So I wanted to share if you're not in the group. Um, I love this. That, it's really cool. It's really fun. We need more of this because it's just so negative and awful. Like, there's so much negativity and people who are just mean. Yeah, we <laughs> Honestly, don't hang with them. Which is just, you know, and what a great way to just have everybody in one forum that just kind of supports each other and no ideas wrong, you know? Yes. I love that. It's yeah. such a safe, great place. Yes. Nice. Safe is exactly right. It's I know because the I like online that. world can be brutal. So oh, it's he awful. posted on there saying, we believe in having positive messages all over the house. Anyone else do this? So a couple of the examples. This is one that my mom actually made for us. Oh, because really? Homemade? It's something. Well, she, ha she has a friend who does sort of these signs on the walls. I and dig it. it. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so one of them that I really enjoy just because of my journalism background, it's when writing the story of your life, don't let someone else hold the pen. And I'm sure that's something that a lot of you have heard. But oh, um, yeah. think about that one. Who is holding the pen in your life? You know, who's holding the pen in your story? We have to be the creators of those. Um, and the other one I like, because it's a reminder. Should, this may have been a subtle reminder for me because I do talk a lot. <laughs> 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 Knowledge speaks, but wisdom listens. Hmm. So I'll let that one sink in. <laughs> I want to disagree, and I'm no. not sure why. I just want to. I want to fight it. Yeah. That means you're really smart because knowledge speaks. Yeah. You talk a lot. It means you're smart. Exactly. Well, but wisdom. But see, it's like over time you learn to take in what other people are saying. I what do. Is, what is Heath's so, fruit salad line? Tomatoes don't go into a fruit salad, or wisdom. Or, oh, it's like yeah. Somebody say me. Knowledge is knowing that tomato is a fruit. <laughs> But wisdom is not putting it in a fruit salad. That's it. Wait, yeah. squeezy butter guy is yes. going to give us advice See, on what goes into a fruit yeah. salad. Well, that's why he's yes. in there and I'm in there. Yes, no, but that's true. I love yeah. you, Heath. My mom always had one I liked a lot, the Oscar Wilde quote. Uh, be yourself. Everybody else has already taken. Mm -hmm. I always thought that was a good one. Yeah. I, well, and, and I like that. And I like that you shared that, too, because uh, really what and this is this is another heathism and i forget how he we says can't it escape the man. but i know he's like oh what goes in your ears goes out your mouth yeah. but it's like when you wake up and see these little messages i mean this one's a reminder to me and i will sometimes change the location and i highly recommend you do this too because they the quotes and, and positive messages that you originally intended to have be sort of something that speaks to you they fade into the background and mm -hmm. you don't notice them, you don't read them. So I highly recommend that every once in a while, uh, you know, flip up the location or if there's one that you're like, hey, you know what, I really could stand to follow this one a little bit more regularly, put it right in the hallway that you're going to see or right before you go to the garage or something and take, you know, the 10 seconds it takes to, to read it and then process it. Because this, I mean, everybody can put up positive quotes, but if you're not reading them and then processing them and taking them in, you're never going to live them out and live them fully. So, oh, that's really so sweet. Our little, our little post. So I need to rearrange these two. It reminded me of it, and I think I'm going to do it when I decorate for Christmas. Yeah, not to mention, yeah, it's good to just change up decor. Hence, Christmas decorations. It's going to change. All right. Most of our Work decor is still what Heath's mom put up <laughs> before I moved in. <laughs> well, not for long. You've been moving at some point. In, yeah, in eventually. Eight, eight thousand years, that yes. house will be done. It'll be great. It's going to be fabulous. It's going to be fabulous. It's going to be very, um, well, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to pump it up too big. No. It's going to be a house. It'll be no, great. No, it'll be great because yeah. it's your house. Yes. He, he said once we're going to podcast out of it every day, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, like wow. Delilah. Delilah used to do that out of her own house. Really? Yeah. yeah oh, she I sure did. A little home studio? Yep, sure did. There's it was no, like a farm it, and everything. Yeah. yeah. There's no way she was on at 2 a.m. Now I know. Yeah. Now I know how it all oh, works. Oh, that was all recorded, baby. Sure. Yeah, you know <laughs> that was all recorded. Radio magic. Matt, don't tell people. They don't know, all right? 
Oh, you so guys. that to yourself. In the Facebook group, speaking of the Facebook group and people putting positive stuff in, yeah. the, the tomato fruit thing, somebody actually posted it. Really? Scrolling down. Yes. Oh, really? yeah. um, shout go. out to Jeffrey. Um, it's knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is not putting it in a fruit salad. That's, That's the what one. it is. Yep. Um, Miles Kington. Miles Kington. Is the, I want to give credit where credit's due. And so you remember earlier when Miles. I said it was from Heath? That was, that was complimentary. <laughs> I, was, I was lying. I cheated you and you didn't he even know. He does it. throw out a lot of quotes and I'm sure not all of them are his original. See, I do the same thing and people think I'm so wise. I'm like, that's right. <laughs> like, I do. Yeah, and then put Jasmine. It's the best. I know. You know how people make the quote creators yes. and then they like put their own face on it? Yes. And they're like, wait, that's Rumi. Why are you quoting that? <laughs> no, it's not. It's me. That's I right. talk like that. It's me. It's me. I'm so wise. <laughs> Follow my ways, guys. Uh, the other one he put was, a leader always takes responsibility for what goes wrong on his or her watch. I see. I'm such a quote nerd. I love quotes. Mm -hmm. I do really? Too. I love quotes. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I know people think that's like basic and you're extra, but like no, like quotes sometimes really speak to you. Yeah. You know? Yes. And it's and and some of them you scroll past and it doesn't, but some of them it catches you and you're like, oh wow, that's yeah. what I mean about taking it in. Yeah. You have yeah. to take it in. You can't just like post it on your Instagram wall. <laughs> right. Uh, my my suggestion was about your actual wall, but I suppose you could put it in your feed and that sure. would work too. Well, because right. you'll That's see. That's just as good. Uh, right. Because <laughs> yeah. like Jenny, you're saying, all these people will put these memes like top knot and coffee don't care. Like seriously, you know, those quotes where you're like, That's not really like That's give me something deep. Right. It's there's not a, inspiring. There's a lot of pain in top knot and coffee don't right. care. That's good. You know, like, the one I saw today, it was, it was like. I like like two people and coffee. Uh, oh, so wow. That's so dumb. Uh, yeah. That may be true, but that's not a quote. You know? <laughs> honestly. Honestly. Because I agree, but I'm not going to put that as my big profound quote. Sure. Well, it's interesting you say that. We're joking about that too, but when you think about your, your online presence and, and what people are going to think about you, you don't want to think, oh gosh, I was going to follow them. And then you see that they only like two people and I'm probably not one of them. Yeah. Aww. You know, I mean, truly that's not going to gain a following. Only putting positivity out there, I think, will create a following. Sure. You know, and, and, and it might mean that if you only like two people, you just don't have to post about it. Mm. See what I'm saying? That's a great point. That's a good quote. So why don't you make I'm that? I'm going to make that. I'm going to make that. I'm going to put my, put my headshot next to it. And I'm going to say <laughs> wife of ignorance on fire. Aww. <laughs> wife of ignorance on fire. So you guys, this has been fun. Jasmine, thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. So remind Shoot. everybody where they can find you, follow you, all of that stuff. Okay. So I'm all over social, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, at Jasmine Sadry, J-A-S-M-I-N-E, like the flower, and it's S-A-D-R-Y. And then my podcast is at, or not at, it's firstintensepodcast.com. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, at Apple Zackintosh on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm on that Facebook group too, facebook.com slash group slash second shot. That's us. Come join. It's fun. We swear. It's fun. Hey, I'm in. It's true. Yeah. Matt, do you want to give your details? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Matt gets a plug. Yeah, sure. Um, I don't know where to, the best to find me. I guess Instagram's probably. Is that yes. is Instagram still cool? Is that all right? Yes. I mean, to me it is, yes. Okay. Are we going? Are we sliding uh, into your DMs? Is what's that what we're doing? Here. What's no, going here? You can here? find me on Matt's, Matt Stoker 1 on uh, on Instagram if you want to see a bunch of pictures of my dogs, which is pretty much all yes. the one and Slide only. into Matt's yeah. DMs Yo, for the dogs. They are they are open, although not for business. Exactly. And I'm Jenny Anchondo TV on Twitter, Jenny Anchondo on Instagram and Facebook. I hope that you guys survive the shopping weekend, if that's what's ahead, and we'll see you next week. You're listening to RNCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio.